Tim Z. Hernandez. Welcome to another edition of Words on a Wire. I'm excited to be talking with our special guest today. I've spoken with him before. We've had him here on our show. Uh, I want to say about four years ago with his uh, poetry book at the time, which was titled South Sun Rises. It's an award-winning book of, um, set here in El Paso in the Frontera. Um, but today uh, he'll be talking about his new biography that he wrote about uh, Mr. Don Shapiro. It's called Power at the Past, the Don Shapiro story. And the guest I'm talking about is Valentin Sandoval. He's an El Paso native, an award-winning poet, filmmaker, biographer, artistic, cultural, entrepreneur, and many other things. And along with his uh, partner and mentor, Mr. Don Shapiro, they both spearhead El Paso's Power at the Past. It's an arts and entrepreneurial collective. And uh, yeah, that's who we're speaking with today. So, you know, we invite you to join us. That's coming up right now. Words on a wire. Words on a wire. 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 Uh, thank you, thank you, Tim. Uh, uh, honor and a pleasure to be on, my brother. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the second time I believe we've had you on our show because we had you when you came out with your wonderful poetry, award-winning poetry collection, South Sun Rises. That was a few years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? It's more like two thousand. Uh, it's like more like four years ago. Was it four? Yeah, wow. yeah. It's like two thousand seventeen. Three years. You know, something okay. like that. Who can keep track anymore? You know, with COVID, it's all, it's all it's, non-linear. So. It's all timelessness now, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and uh, you have a special guest with you today. Uh, but before I actually allow you to introduce him here, what I want to mention to our listeners is that, you know, this is the pandemic version of Words on a Wire. And what that basically means is we're not in our, typically we're in our KTEP studios on campus in UTEP, but we're not. We're actually recording right now out of my own home and, and our guest, Valentin, and uh, Mr. Shapiro are in their homes there. So if you hear any kind of, uh, you know, problems with the Wi-Fi connection or things like that or cutting in and out a little bit, forgive us. It's just because, like I said, this is the pandemic version and we're doing the best we can with what we've got right now. So Valentin, that said, you have uh, you have a special guest there today, uh, the man himself, Mr. Don Shapiro. Why don't you introduce who he is to our listeners? A absolutely, uh, Don, Don Shapiro. It's a pleasure to communicate with you. Great pleasure. Let me, Thank you. Let me give an introduction, Don, to you. To you. Thank Just, you. Uh, Thank you. It's an honor. So Don uh, is uh, is my, um, you know, become my great friend and and uh, business partner and co-writer and we partnered up around four years ago, three and a half, going on four years. Yeah. Uh, regarding writing his book, he was looking for for a um, a writer. He had two previous writers when they were working on his manuscript. And and he just wasn't happy with it. Him and his wife weren't. And I met I met Don through Bobby Shapiro, mm -hmm. and she brought me over to him. And and uh, I've heard the name before throughout El Paso. He's it's a it's a legendary name. His what he's done with Action West and and you know really El Paso's biggest manufacturing or rather biggest industry that it's has that it's right. had has been manufacturing. And Don was one of the has been one of the pioneers of that. And uh, he's a New Yorker that's been in El Paso for sixty five years. So he's a he's a he's a he's a legend, and he's an ambassador, and he's just a really a bright, beautiful, and brilliant spirit. So you want to you want to say hi, Don? Don, it's a pleasure to have oh, you. Thank you very much. You want to come closer? Look at Bill. And Tim, it's a pleasure to communicate with you in every way. Pleasure is all mine, sir. Pleasure is all mine, and I want to 
get into this wonderful biography here that uh, Valentin has written uh, about your life, which is a very rich story. I know that Valentin, you have, you and I have been friends for you know several years now, and um, you know you've always, well, for one, you've always given your heart and work to this community here in El Paso and the Frontera. I know that about you, even as far as I'm, I think I first met you in Albuquerque or Santa Fe. So you're you're all over the place, Houston, everywhere, all this the Southwest, you know. Um, and, and it seems really, you know, as if you weren't generous enough, you've teamed up with another man whose generosity has, you know, been happening long before you and, and is still going on. Um, I wanted to, first of all, I wanted to ask you, you know, I know this is a project, uh, this book is titled Power at the Pass, the Don Shapiro story. I know this book has been a love of, a labor of love for you for, for quite some time now. Um, you know, I'm happy to see it manifest, uh, but I wanted to ask, you know, what was the, transition for you to to you know how did that come about you and Don Shapiro you know joining forces and then you deciding to take on this project this biography you know it it, it happened that um uh, four years ago I was I was in gonna transition you know I was looking for work in film you know my 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 pursuits have always been storytelling through the visual narrative and and, and filmmaking has always been my my biggest uh, core competency so to speak and and I, I was looking for work and, and I, I wanted to find something different. I didn't want to work in television like I had before. And I, I, or I didn't want to go get a job at a, at a corporate advertising agency, which is like, if I want stability, that's kind of the, the route that, you know, that I would take and, right. and, and respectfully so, but I, I didn't want that. I wanted, I wanted, you know, something more engaging and riveting. And, and I, I was thinking of leaving town. I was going to go work in uh, Albuquerque. You know, I, I got, you know, you know, I've had friends up there for years. I lived there before. Right. And I was going to go to Austin, maybe even thinking of going to LA, you know, I was like, why not, you know, make, make the move. I spent time in Manhattan already. Might, might as well go to the coast and, and pursue that, you know, the all American Hollywood, you know, yeah. uh, Chicano dream and see if I can make it happen. Be one of the very, very few that has. Right. Yeah. And, but I didn't want to do that. I want to stay here, man. You yeah. know, I don't know why I just, and then luckily I met, I met Don through, you know, through his wife at a, at a magazine party. And, and I was right in limbo a month or two, just like I'm out of El Paso and I got to go work where wow. my, my industry is at, you know, where there's more opportunities than what I do. And, uh, and I met him and I came to his building here that we're in in 1931 Myrtle. And, uh, and I, I came to visit with him. I came and bring him a copy of South Sun Rises, my first book, and a bunch of magazine articles and things I've written, you know, and that way him and his wife could read my work and see if, if I was a writer for them. And, and uh, you know, getting to know more about Don initially was was in, was and in, in pretty incredible because the guys that he was working with, uh, a backstory on Don that you'll find out in the book is his younger brother uh, George Shapiro is you know produced Seinfeld and and a whole slew of other you know he got to before he got to Seinfeld he was already a legend you know he right. had represented uh, Muhammad Ali and Rumble to the Jungle and right. you know a Gomer Pyle and yeah. just uh, you know a whole slew of of people that we all grew up with to some extent and right. and so the guys he was working with were you know Hollywood guys and one one was a Beverly Hills you know Harvard guy another one was an Austin writer and and you know they they just didn't have what Don was looking for and 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 luckily I, I did you know and and so. So we, he hired me, you know, almost immediately to, to write his book. And then, uh, and, I, and I proposed to him, I said, look, Don, if I'm going to go around, you know, uh, interviewing some of the, your friends and family, why don't we do a documentary? That's what I do. I'm a filmmaker. Let's interview, let's record, and let's do a documentary. Right. And him being the shrewd businessman that he is, he's like, well, 
draft me a proposal. And then <laughs> I did, I did. And, and, and he was all, instead of, you know, paying me, a, you know, X amount of dollars to do a documentary that may or may not go somewhere, you know, he was like, why don't we do a marketing company instead? Let's partner on that. Yeah. And then having, you know, Don offer you a, a partnership in anything in business is like, yeah, I'll, I'll jump at that opportunity. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and he, you know, he was a man of vision, real vision, you know, cause he, you know, he came up with the name Power at the Past and, and it was sort of a, a, a homage to El Paso in that oftentimes it's seen as a, as a place that you let you launch off from, you know, to go somewhere else, right, you know. Right. It's follow up from action at the West, which was a gene company. Right. That I ran and operated. Yes. It was a perfect marriage to connect with books because I've been in every type of communications right. in my life right. from the time I was a teenager. Uh, Mr. Shapiro, let me ask you, what was it in Valentin? Oh, please. Don, Don, okay. Don, what was it about Valentin uh, that made you feel, to, you that gave you the confidence to work with him on your biography versus some of the other people you were working with? What was it about him specifically? Well, I was looking for a better writer than the team I worked with. <laughs> Simple as that, huh? <laughs> he was recommended, yeah. and I was very happy to make the connection. Right. Good, good. Now, um, and Valentin, so in, in the way that I read, you know, it was very, what I loved, first of all, let's, let's revert back to the book really quickly here. Uh, Power at the Past is, is not just the title of this book, but it's also the title of you know, as you said, the building that you're working out of and where you're calling you from today, but that building itself is really kind of run like I know you said here it's a marketing. Part of the past, it's a way of life. Oh, nice. Wow. Every aspect of life. Every, can, you, can you tell me a little bit about, more about that, Don? Expand on that, Don. Yeah. Expand on what you just said. Part of the past is a way of life going back to my first selling job mm. as a teenager at a high school and wow. it kept building and building it was a natural because my whole life was selling and this meeting Val was a perfect blend because i did the living and he did the writing right and the storytelling <laughs> right so and you yeah, it is. And, you know, that reminds me, Don, as I'm hearing you talk, it reminds me of an anecdote that's in the book that I really liked. Uh, you're talking about power at the past, but this anecdote was like power in uh, power in the crib because you were an infant and you, you had your bottle had dropped away from you. And and instead of crying for the bottle, your earliest memory was that you crawled over to it. You this was, this was before you even knew how to walk and that somehow with your legs and your arms and the and the very you know rudimentary ability to grasp things you you lifted the bottle up onto you and instead of crying because you couldn't have the bottle you actually got the bottle into your exactly. mouth and continued exactly and that became, really, and that became the theme of your life I the power of the crib the power of the crib that's exactly it and became part of it was controlling my destiny by having a bottle anytime I needed it. Exactly. That uh, was a that was a very and telling that, story. That went on, started there, yeah. and that power went on forever. Nice and continues. Which is where the name came from. Power at the past. Right. 
And it's beautiful to see that in, in now, not just in a book, but also in the living manifestation of what you're doing there, Valentin, with I know specifically in the arts and culture and, you know, that kind of uh, community as well. You know, it's, it's, really a, it's really something to see that. But I want to ask you, Valentin, what was the process then for you going into a project that already was, had been worked on by other writers at some point? Uh, and then you, now correct me if I'm wrong, coming at it because you were mostly a poet prior to this, but now you're taking on this biography. What was your process for like gathering stories? I know you're a filmmaker also, so you're used to that, but gathering the stories and then having to choose which ones go into this book, into this narrative. Yeah, and for, for one, Don, with these two other writers he had on board, they had come up with a hundred and some page, 120 page manuscript right. prior to that. And, and him being a businessman, didn't want to just, you know, chunk that and get rid of that. You know, like he wanted to draw value from that. And, and so for one, I took their, their manuscript and I, and I read over it. And, and I, and I, you know, a lot of it was just like, you know, you can tell that they were, they weren't focused and, and there was nuggets of, there was nuggets of information in there that were valuable, you know, that, that I started to deduce and, and, yeah. you know, and figure out like, okay, this interview, I can, you know, use his son saying this, and then, you know, this is important here. And a lot of it was just really transcription. And then, and then I brought in part of the, the overall process was when we decided to do this kind of multi-pronged project of a book meets a com meets a documentary meets a marketing company that way you can have this all-encompassing movement was to bring the right people in so so i i you know i i brought in you know a programmer uh, you know a, a guy that does seo scm from utep now he's in houston and mexico city i brought in uh you know richie marufo who's a professor yeah. Yeah. and i brought in uh a carlos fidel espinosa as well who's a professor just to kind of help filter you know, filter out, you know, what, what is interesting, what makes sense, what, you know, and, and just start to map, map it out, you know, figure out what, what's real. And, and then Don and I just started going, going to interview all his friends, even the ones that were interviewed in the previous manuscript, right. you know, we went to talk to them again. Right. And then we talked to other people as well. So it was just really a matter of, of augmenting the footage and the research and, and, and fleshing it through. And, and, and one of the things that Don and I, you know, are grateful for in hindsight is that, you know, there was times where, you know, it took us about three and a half years to get the manuscript out. And sometimes I, you know, I, I would question my own, you know, my own competency, you know, my right. own ability to tell somebody else's story and right. based off this other research and, you know, and I figured like, well, how do I really, because I wanted to tell the story. I didn't want to just piece this thing together. And I wanted to have a voice that was a collective between Don and myself and, and and so so a lot of that was telling the story of what was happening, you know. But within. more than that, he has the foresight to believe it. Right. But that foresight and the connection we had with my background and his background as a writer was a complete natural. And, and really, enormous natural. And really, and he's right about that, Tim. You know, because we a lot of it was. I, I thought I saw a movie when we were writing this, you know, I, I, I you know, it leads itself for a movie in a series. And I, I, I can't forget my, my roots, you know, and not, not that I can't even forget them. I can't get away from them, you know? And I, so I was, that was like the back of the, the subtext of what was going on is how do I develop a, a voice for Dawn and a cinematic one at that. So that way it's a natural for when you go from the book to the, to the screenplay, you know, it, it's cohesive and it's connected, you know, and, Beautiful. and so, so I want to stop you there. I want to stop you there. I want to stop you there because I, that okay. that leads to the next point I want to ask you about you know storytelling and about turning Don's 
you know, narrative and his life story into a compelling story in book and print. Um, but first, I want to remind our listeners, if you're just tuning in, you're, uh, we're speaking right now with award-winning poet, filmmaker, biographer, and artistic cultural organizer, Valentin Sandoval, about his latest book, Power at the Pass, The Don Shapiro Story. Uh, it's a biography on the life of El Paso entrepreneur Don Shapiro, who's actually there in the studio or in the space there with Valentin as well. Don, Don's, it's a pleasure to have you there with us too. So, getting back to the um, to the narrative and the you know the the storytelling aspect of this story of this book because it really does have a wonderful a wonderful kind of a compelling it's a compelling read. It almost reads like a novel in the beginning or a historical novel. Um, I want to say that. I think the first the first thing that I found just really compelling and wonderful was that you begin the book not by telling us who Don is, but by actually giving us a letter written by Don's mother, you know, to Don. Uh, and I, I thought, what a wonderful, uh, just a wonderful way to kick off a story, listening to the mother's voice and the mother's photograph speaking to her son. Um, so tell us why that was important, an important move, first step for you. For the because because that that's Don, you know the fact that you know Don had such a unique life. You know most of his life he's he was lucky. You know to you know to been have the father that he had and the mom that he had. A lot of a lot of the, the corridors were open for him, and he's not at all uh, ashamed to say that that he he grew up in the you know in, in a nice part of the Bronx, and and you know so a lot of his life came more more easy and natural than most other people. But I, it was really at, at, at the at at you know when you look at the at his life, it was Sylvia's death you know at a young age that really shaped thirty eight years at thirty seven thirty eight years old that really shaped his future in terms right. of giving him a kind of a fearlessness you know that 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 he needed to to be the person that he was the businessman that he was and and so so I think for the most intimate part of Don's you know uh, construct and his the layers of the person that he is. Mm -hmm. Has been the his mom, you know. His mom has been the kind of a spiritual uh, a guidance throughout. And you're very right, because after Sylvia left us, I felt that it's the worst thing that could happen in my entire life. So instead of dealing with remorse, I followed Sylvia's desires and faced the life with no fear at all and started living with all the power I had. A lot of it based on Sylvia's image and words, personality, and the way she was, wow. which was unbelievably great, great human being. That's a beautiful thing to say. What an homage to, to your mother. Uh, you know, to all mothers, but but specifically to yours in this context, Don. Uh, and that Sylvia's presence remains throughout the entire book, even when, you know, there's sections for, for a long time that we pages that we don't get anything of her. Uh, there always this sense of she's there looming. Um, she will see her emerge again throughout his lifetime as he, you know, goes off to the military and then as he returns and then drives out west to El Paso and leaves New York, like she's kind of the voice that's constantly there. That to me was really endearing and touching. To me, Absolutely. don't have any remorse when I'm gone. Life is for the living. And you have a great future ahead of you. You are unstoppable with the image of driving an 18-wheeler 
down the highway with the thinking of the power that was at my hands. Wow. No stopping. <laughs> no stopping. That's um, wonderful. And let me, let me, I want to talk a little bit. I'm going to shift, uh, turn a corner here, actually. Uh, you know, I appreciate it also that um, in the story, there's also quite a bit towards the latter part of the book. Uh, there's a, a, quite a bit about Ciudad Juarez and how that played a role in yeah. Don's career and teaming up, not only just teaming up with people from Juarez, you know, folks who became good friends later on, but you also actually, in your own words, you say that Juarez was integral to your overall lifestyle. Can you talk a little bit about that? Was, it's Juarez plus all of Mexico, but it was a natural for me because the excitement was there, the culture was there, the history was there. It was not only Juarez, but combination of the twin plant. And I became very involved in the twin plant production. Mm -hmm. The twin plants being Juarez, in El Paso, combining everything together with the culture, the work, the dexterity of the workers. Right. It was a, as far as a great natural as anything I could experience in my life. Hmm. Meant to be. Success yeah. was meant to be. Yeah. The people were totally meant to be. Yeah. With power. Well, then it makes sense too why a writer like Valentin, who has a very, you know, who, who lived that experience that, uh, uh, you know, one foot on both sides of the border growing up uh, and, you know, he's from here and he know, understands all of that complexity and the layers of both of these countries and the sister cities of Ciudad Juarez and El Paso. Makes sense why it would be a writer like him to be the one to, to pen your story. It's a perfect connection right. for yeah. us, for the country of the United States country of Mexico, and the people of the world to be inspired. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, this question is for Valentin, for you. Um, on a kind of more personal level, what has uh, the friendship and mentorship, even if I can su suggest that, uh, that Don has had in your life, like what has that impact been to you directly and personally? What is, what is having Don in your life meant to you? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's been uh, a full circle, really. You know, my, my first book was uh, is about my mom, you know, raising raising you know me four kids and her four children, my two brothers and my older sister, um, you know, raising her us on her own. You know, having my father died when I was you know two or three years old, and and you know that that void that was left there, you know, is it was uh, you know it provided for a very unique upbringing, you know, and, you know, uh, uh, like as any single parent, you know, knows it's, it's a tough, it's a tough climb, you know, and, 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 uh, and so, and, you know, it was pretty tumultuous in, in certain ways, but at the same time, it, it ripened up my, my imagination and my, my inner, inner tenacity, inner count, inner compositions in ways that, that, you know, are, are still ongoing. And, and so, it, you know, having written this book, ironically, I was telling some people, friend, a friend of mine, that that my first book is is about a mom. You know, and and I and I also thought it was a natural for this one that we emphasize this about being a mom as well. You know, it's still about you know to be you know you know you know you know it's, it's still about mom issues in in, in a sense. You know, and and uh, on, only polar only different scenarios, different kinds of moms, different kinds of settings, and sure, and, sure. Uh, and 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 so. You know, having Don in my life was was a, a was a, 
almost feeling that void of of not having a father in my upbringing mm. you know it's like mm. uh yeah. you know i i've, I've uh, it's been a a really cathartic and powerful experience that you know that has grounded me in certain ways that that i wouldn't have otherwise and what a perfect what, what an ideal man to have in in in, in the, my you know not my life where i've had different you know kind of fathers father figures that i've adopted directly and indirectly throughout the years you know and and some you know they're all good it's all I take they're all positive takeaways and i like to think that i elicit you know the like the nectar of of of, of empowerment through that through them but you know, you also picked up on some, you know, some bad habits here and there, you know, that I'm trying to like you yeah, know, shake I off. Yeah, day, I get you know? it. I get it. <laughs> and, I get it. And, 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 uh, and what a perfect uh, person to come in, you know, at, at, the, yeah. at the tail end where it, it's, a, it's, it's a remarkable story. You know, Don's 93 going on 94 next month, you know, and, and, and the fact that, you know, he's still running, you know, running a real estate company and he's got, you know, he still has his family. He's got yeah. another. You know, he's got other operations. He started a company with me. You know, with a marketing internet company. And, yeah, you know, I, uh, I, read I think I read in there he's working ten hours a day still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His wife is like, you know, yeah. we don't need money anymore. You know, yeah. what are you doing? You know, like come, come and come and enjoy the laurels of our life. And Don's like, he's a he's a consummate New Yorker. You know, that's one of the things that I I think the connection was is the border ports of New York and. And El Paso and Juarez being the two most important portals, you know, inter, you know, ports in the world, I think, yeah, you know, and, yeah. and he's always in this, you know, he grew up in the streets and he loves that. He loves the energy and electricity and, and, and so did I, you know, the, yeah. you know, I, that's the thing. And so the, the, the connection has been, you know, almost, I'd say supernatural. Well, and that, and I want to give the last word to Don. So I'm going to ask him a question. I know you just mentioned that Don's wife said, Hey, why are you still working 10 hours a day? We don't need the money anymore. You know, but, but then he responds, he responds and he says something to the effect that, you know, his greatest pleasure comes from uh, creating opportunities for others. Don, do you want to take us out on the final note there with that? Give the whole world positive happenings, the things that I learned from Ira, my father, who was a genius at selling and created a fur company, very successful for years. My mother was uh, beyond belief as far as being a visionary. Mm. So with parents like that, I felt I couldn't possibly miss. And it was natural for me to step in and love life and think about winning only never being defeated. Wow. That was my way of life. I was born into it and I'm still in it as powerful as ever thought was. Yeah. yeah. Well, on that note, I want to say, uh, Valentin, it's been a you know really pleasure speaking with you again. And for our listeners out there, we've been speaking here with Valentin Sandoval, poet, filmmaker, and entrepreneur. Um, you know, uh, and he's got his, uh, his uh, mentor and partner with him as well, uh, who is the subject of the book Power at the Pass. It's the uh, Don Shapiro story. Mr. Don Shapiro is there with him. Don, Mr. Shapiro, it's again, Don. It's, it's been a real pleasure speaking with you as well. Um, thank you both for joining us today on Words on a Wire. Our, our pleasure. Our pleasure. And Val has all the power and more to blend in with <laughs> yeah. the my way of life and my desire to great success. And at my age, 
I feel as challenged as I did when I was 20. Same life, and I love people. And that, that comes to that. Help. Thank you so much. All right, gentlemen, thank you, and good luck with the book as well, uh, Valentin and Don. Thank you guys so much. All right, take care of yourselves. Okay, thank you. Thank All you right. very much. And that wraps it up for this edition of Words on a Wire. We'd like to thank our special guests, uh, Valentin Sandoval and Mr. Don Shapiro. You want to be sure to pick up that book, The Biography, Power at the Pass, The Don Shapiro Story. It's a wonderful read and uh, just a, a, a wonderful portrait of a remarkable man and a remarkable life. Also want to give a special thank you to our uh, producers, our podcast producer, Claudia Flores, and our producer here in the studio, Mr. Sam Casiano. That wraps it up for this edition of Words on a Wire, and I guess we'll see you next week, same time, same place, right here on KTEP 88.5 FM. Mm -hmm.